Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You worked all week. Work, 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 work. You didn't have time to look at your fantasy lineups. Son of a But don't be afraid. That's why we give you Weekend Fantasy Update. Woohoo! Welcome back to our number four, four weekend fantasy update on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network NFL Conference Championship Weekend. Don't worry about Winter Storm Harper. Who cares? Just hang out with us. We're going to break down uh, the AFC and NFC Championship games. Joe Galina, uh, Jim Day, the Fantasy Taz. Uh, and uh, our buddy Sean Engel. Yeah, that was the Fantasy Taz, if you didn't know. And then uh, the, we have uh, Sean Engel, the Fantasy Prince, uh, producing our show, keeping us st- flying straight. Uh, that is right. I-, I love working with Sean. Sean's very reactionary, listens to the show, and, uh, you know, does what he has to do. He's the man. He is yep. the man. And uh, all the rest of the engineers, no slight to you guys. No slight to you. We don't want to make that mad. Absolutely not. Cut us off the next no, show no, we work no, with no. them. Right, right. Well, for now, uh, all I work with is Sean, but all the other engineers are great as well. Uh, Yang, I've worked with Yang over the weekends. Yang does a great job. They all do. So, uh, But, uh, hey, so a uh, big weekend here, uh, uh, Jim Day, as we go into hour number four. Get the, the Saints at home. time circumstances. Uh, yeah, really. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so we got a th- the real weekend <laughs> fantasy update starts now. There you go. There you go. Uh, three oh five start tomorrow Sunday. Saints at home, three and a half point favorite over the Rams. Over under in this game is fifty six and a half. Uh, as we stated last meeting between these two teams, Week Nine in New Orleans, the Saints beat the Rams forty five to thirty five. Uh, Chiefs at home against the Patriots. Three-point favorite. Uh, last time that the Patriots were an underdog, I believe it was November 30th, 2014, against the Packers in Lambeau Field. That game takes place at 640. Uh, last meeting between those two teams, a lot of fireworks. It was a Sunday night game, week six, and the Pats beat the Chiefs 43-40. to uh, Want to give us a little... Time, uh, well, do you know the last time the Patriots lost in the playoffs? The last time was it was it against the? Uh, no, I was going to say the Giants, but it can't be. No, <laughs> because it was, it last last Jets year, and, last year. No, yeah, well, the, outside in the that Super Bowl, game, like, yeah, yeah, okay. right. Um, <laughs> the uh, 2010 game against the Jets in the divisional round. That was the last time uh, conference championship game that they lost. Wow, 2010, and we're in 2019. We're in 2019, right? Yep, we sure are. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we've been going over uh, the games. We're going to uh, break down uh, both games again. We got Camp Stewart coming on uh, our show uh, during the 3 o'clock hour. So uh, we'll be breaking down uh, uh, the uh, the games and getting uh, Cam's uh, input as well regarding uh, the uh, action that you could uh, – put down uh, betting wise and whatnot and we've been uh, doing some game special prop bets uh jim having a good time with them um so basically uh i like the saints to, to win we we went over this just in the last segment i like the saints to win and to cover three and a half uh over the rams and i think that uh, you were uh in agreement on that what do you think about the uh the over under in this game the 56 and a half yeah, I'm going to go under here. I, again, uh, you know, we've seen both of these teams' tendencies of late to be more rushing the ball than passing. Uh, I mean, the Rams mm-hmm. uh, only pass the ball 
just over 39% of the time last game, and league average is 59%. So they definitely you know, grounded out against a good rushing defense last week in Dallas. I think they're going to try and do the same thing to the Saints. Again, you know, keep the Drew Brees on the sidelines, not on the field, always your best way of beating the Saints. So I, mm-hmm. I think both teams actually try to do the exact same thing and keep this game on the ground, uh, not through the air. Uh, the the problem I'm having here, it almost feels like a, you know, look that that's how it looks right now. On paper, it looks like it should be a low ground, ground and pound type of game, uh, mm-hmm. know, keeping that clock moving. But the fact that Vegas has him over under 56 is is giving me a little hesitation here. I want to say under. I've been saying under all week. But, you know, the fact mm-hmm. that Vegas is still looking at a game where they're expecting a shootout here is kind of starting to, to wear into my mind a little. Hmm. Got a point there. What about the uh, Chiefs-Patriots game? Chiefs, three-point favorite over the Patriots. I kind of like the Chiefs to win, but crazy as it may sound, I like the Patriots to cover this this three-point spread. Chiefs are uh, a very good home team. Uh, I just think it's going to be a real, real close game. I think a point or two could do it. How do you feel about this game? Look, I, I'm, I'm with you. I, I'm In Brady's seven away playoff games, he's three and four with eight touchdowns and eight interceptions. So, you know, it, it's not uh, great. Um, and he's had some issues. He, you know, just um, I think this game is going to be a high-flying game. I think this is the mm-hmm. one that's going to be high-scoring. I think it, it's definitely going to go over. One of the one of the best mm-hmm. bets for me this week is the over in this game because I think both mm-hmm. offenses are just going to cut it loose and go for it. Um, mm-hmm. That being said, man, I just I'm having a hard time with parts of it, just in the fact of you know who does what and where. And that, that's bothering me a little bit, trying to figure it out to that level. But I do like the Chiefs to win. And mm-hmm. I, as of right now, and it may change by game time tomorrow, as of right mm-hmm. now, I think they win and they cover. I mm-hmm. just think they're just, you know, you can game plan all you want for the Chiefs. I just think mm-hmm. Pat Mahomes is... Too the, many weapons, right? Yeah, he just does it too many different ways and just too creative. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think you can really shut that down. I, I think he comes out and has a great game. And like I said, Chiefs are a much different team at home. Even their defense and the difference of points that they score, points allowed just when they're home, uh, big, big difference. So so basically, uh, you're thinking of Saints-Chiefs uh, Super Bowl. As of right now, yeah, that's a, that's my mindset. I'm thinking Saints-Chiefs Super Bowl and Mm-hmm. Uh, should be a good game and, you know, leads us right into one of the things, you know, some of the prop bets that are out now is, you know, the Super yeah. Bowl game. Um, and yeah. uh, the two involved in the ones that are in the two teams I like getting there, the Saints and the Chiefs, the, the first mm-hmm. one is the Saints beat the Chiefs and that's a plus 360 bet, whereas the mm-hmm. Chiefs beat the Saints and I lost that. Where'd they go? Oh, Chiefs beat the Saints is next at plus 420. Now the kind mm-hmm. the four twenty number kind of speaks to me. Mm-hmm. Not exactly sure why, but plus four twenty kind of speaks to me like it it wants me to bet it. Mm-hmm. So you like the Chiefs beating the Saints, and you like the plus four twenty. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. There's something about that four twenty that just seems magical to me. Mm-hmm. Have you had this problem before? Have other things like spoken to you as well, or <laughs> is this a common problem? Would you like to talk well, about it? Well, there's two numbers that speak to me often, and 420 is one mm-hmm. of them. The other is 666. You want to talk about that Ooh. one? Yeah, maybe not. Maybe <laughs> not. Uh, actually, I, th- I think that I mean since we're just talking, you know, who's going to beat who in this in the Super Bowl? If it was the Saints and the Chiefs uh, right now, and it might change, you know, within the next couple weeks, I would take the Saints beating the, the Chiefs. Yeah, I could see a lot of people thinking that. I, again, yeah. you know, it, it comes down to look. I, again, my preseason it's pick so was the Chargers and the Rams, yeah. and Chargers mm-hmm, mm-hmm. showed they weren't ready yet. Uh, the Rams will right. have to see if they're ready yet. But the, mm-hmm. at, at that point, now, now the biggest thing to me is I would really love to see Mahomes cap this season off with the win. Just mm-hmm. because it, it was a season for the ages. And this kid, you know, I'm not going to say he came out of nowhere, but I, there's nobody on the planet could have told me that they expected him to put up the kind of numbers he did this year and the way he did it. 
So, you know, mm-hmm. I, I just he, – he's been the biggest story of the season to me, and I'd love to see him cap it with a win. So it's almost more emotional then. Yeah, it, it really well, The guy could back it up, though. I, yeah. Right. I mean, let's it's face not it. Like I mean, the guy's talented. Emotion. You can back it up. <laughs> yeah. Right, right, right. It's not like you're saying, you know, Mark Sanchez uh, could, could win the Super Bowl. You're you talking about a guy with talent. Yeah, see, I, I mean, it, you know, doing some of the research, you know, mm-hmm. they're – most of the time with quarterbacks in fantasy, um, you know, in a mm-hmm. four-point passing t- touchdown league, you're, you're looking for plenty, 20-plus points out of a quarterback to get a QB1, you know, each mm-hmm. week. Um, right. When you, when you look past that and look how many go above that, it, when you look at Mahomes' numbers, first of all, when you go to, you know, do they get 30-plus as a fantasy mm-hmm. quarterback, Mahomes done it. Did it eight times this year. Next closest was Drew mm-hmm. Brees at three. When you look at how many 20-plus point games they give you, Mahomes is the only one that gave you 20-plus points every single game he played, all 16. He was over 20 Yeah, points. they haven't scored less than 26. Oh, you talk about fantasy. Okay. I'm yeah, talking fantasy. Yeah, to- total points yeah, scored. No, okay. In this yeah. case, I'm mm-hmm. talking fantasy, mm-hmm. uh, which okay. you know, mm-hmm. basically equates to what they did yes. on the field. Um Yes. It's just that he has been so far and above everybody mm-hmm. else that I, I just, you know, while I, it's an emotional thing that I'd like to see him win, there's also mm-hmm. every good chance that he's going to win just on his talent. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, I mean, my first instinct, and, and of course, we have a couple of weeks that if if the Saints and the Chiefs move on and, and play each other in uh, Super Bowl 53, my first instinct would be to take the Saints. I mean, I kind of like their defense – uh, a defense, you know, far and away a lot better than what the Chiefs' defense is, and uh, I think they could find a way to shut down. I, I like Sean Payton too. I mean, that's one thing we haven't spoken about. We're doing three hours of radio. We haven't spoken about the differences in uh, head coaches and and what kind of what they bring to the game. Uh, Sean Payton, Sean McVay. Sean Payton, uh, you know, been coaching forever, has a Super Bowl uh, under win. Under his belt, Sean McVay, this is his second full season. Uh, how much do you think that the experience of, of Sean Payton plays a part into uh, how far the Saints could go this year? Well, look, I mean, they're they're there. I mean, we're talking about two teams mm-hmm. that, you know, going to fight it out for the conference championship. So they both got there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, the experience has to play some. I, I mean, and we're talking about not only an experienced coach, but also a good coach, uh, considered to be Payton, one of the best master motivator. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Um, so, mm-hmm. you know, he definitely brings that to the table. So there's no – it should give him a slight edge. But, you know, mm-hmm. on the other side, while McVay is young, we know that, you know, young is coach in NFL history, all that yada yada stuff. Everybody um, wants and, to be him. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but the one, the other thing we know is we took a – he took a team that was going nowhere and propelled mm-hmm. them to start him. So, you know, he's shown that he can play there. And, you know, what looked like it was going to be a rough game for him based on the way the team ended the season last week, uh, they came out Mm -hmm. and ran right into the teeth of the Dallas defense that was so good all year. Um, They said, okay, Mm -hmm. you guys are a good run, stop at defense, prove it. Uh, We're going to show that you're not as good as you think you are. And that's exactly what they did. And, you know, that's what Mm -hmm. I like about him. He doesn't – if one aspect of his game isn't working, he's not afraid to make the change right there, right then, you know, to make something else work. One of the things I always loved about Bill Parcells, he had no problem making adjustments on the fly as he needed to and then was Mm -hmm. the master motivator of doing it at halftime uh, as well. Mm -hmm. But, man, just – I, I think McVeigh's got that in him. I think the you know the players like to play for him for all those same reasons, and I, I don't mm-hmm. think it's as big an edge as as some people may think. I just think these are two good coaches that are going to fight it out, and I think because mm-hmm. of that, we're going to get a good football game. Yeah. What about uh, from the uh, AFC Championship game? I mean, you, you know, what more could you say about Belichick? But Andy Reid has a pretty solid resume himself. <laughs> but just unfortunately, he's up against, uh, you know, basically the best head coach in, in the history of football. Yeah, I can't, can't argue with whether you like him or not. You, you got to give the man mad, you know, respect for everything he's done. And, and you're right. I yeah. consider mm-hmm. him to be the best coach in the history of the game. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I got no problem with that, and I, you know, I'll say the same thing about Brady. I, I mean, I, 
I don't care what division they're in, and that's why they get there. You know, to get to the conference championship, you almost always have to play another good team. So to get there eight years in a row is outstanding. There's nothing you can take away from mm-hmm. that. Winning the division, mm-hmm. I agree, not the same thing just because they've been that star team against three mediocre teams forever. Um, mm-hmm. But to get to the conference championship that that many times in a row, that's definitely a feat. And that that's why they mm-hmm. are – they the team they are they are the best team that we'll probably see in our lifetime i think mm-hmm. in any almost any sport oh yeah where they've yeah. dominated i'm with you on so that. you know mm-hmm. I, I don't I, I just think andy reed does match up he, he he makes some stupid decisions at time to time and bad clock management we know all that hopefully that doesn't come into play here but i think head to head you know i these are two teams that are matched up well and uh, i think both of these guys are going to come out come at it from different ways and you know, see which one comes out on top. Uh, you know, I love the way that Reed always scripts out the first 15 plays, and we talked about it earlier, how well he does with that. But uh, I mm-hmm. think it's going to come down to a lot more than that. Yep. In uh, the time we have left, and if, if need be, we could talk about it on the other side, uh, Super Bowl MVP uh, props. Uh, if we're presuming that the Saints and the Chiefs will play each other in the Super Bowl, uh, Drew Brees is a plus 230 to be uh, the MVP of uh, Super Bowl 53. Mahomes plus 300. Uh, any of these other uh, players here, uh, you know, uh, Kamara <laughs> plus 2,000? Hmm. Well, you know, it, it, you know, the consensus is it almost always goes to the quarterback. It, the quarterback, does. yes. Um, he goes to and, Disney And that's World. what <laughs> yeah, and that's what's represented here. The fact that they expect the quarterback. The, the fact is, though, they do expect it either to be Drew Brees or Pat Mahomes at this point. That's why they are the, right. you know, the lowest uh, return. But, you know, yeah. and, hey, it, that's why you have to develop who you like and who you think. And yeah. that's why, me, it's Mahomes at plus 300. There you go. We'll be back. Break down more of NFL Championship Weekend. Weekend Fantasy Update. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there, where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Stilly Dan, we're back on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network Weekend Fantasy Update. <laughs> Maybe we'll do 20 minutes of just, uh, do, we'll just play Steely Dan. What do you think? Oh, I'd be a happy camper. <laughs> I love <Steely> Dan. <laughs> Joe Galina and uh, Jim Day, the Fantasy Taz Weekend Fantasy Update on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Breaking down uh, championship weekend in the NFL. Uh, got the... Uh, three o'clock game is the NFC. We have the Saints taking on the Rams, and then the uh, six forty, the Chiefs take on the Big Bad Patriots, and uh, we'll break down those games a little bit further for you as we move on. Remember, we have uh, Camp Stewart uh, will be joining us uh, during the three o'clock hour. But uh, why don't we take a sidestep and uh, talk about uh, uh, some free agency and uh, players that are expected to move on from their prospective teams there, Taz. Uh, how about uh, why don't we start with uh, some quarterbacks? Uh, I mean, uh, so just taking a quick look at some teams that we think that uh, would be looking for uh, a new uh, quarterback. We, we talked about yeah, very early in the show. We're in uh, hour four right now. Uh, we had talked about the Jags uh, moving on from Blake Bortles. 
Uh, the Redskins. Uh, we're not sure when Alex Smith uh, might be ready. Hopefully his career isn't over, but he had that major su- uh, surgery. Uh, so the Redskins may be in line for a uh, quarterback. And uh, you know, we talked uh, earlier also about the Panthers. The, the rumor about you know Cam Newton that he might have to sit out the 2019 season. That's uh, probably just... Uh, you know, far-fetched rumor, but uh, I, you never know. Look what happened to Andrew Luck a couple of seasons ago. Uh, set out the 2017 season. Uh, Dolphins expected to be in the market maybe for a quarterback as well. New coach there. Uh, you know, it, it looks like Eli's going to be our quarterback there, Jim. So, uh, yeah, you know, sure Giants does. might be. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, what about the Broncos? Do you think the Broncos might be looking to make a change? Well, it's really uh, going to depend Keenum. on. Okay, go ahead. No, no, I was going to say, you know, Case Keenan. Yeah, Case Keenan might have maybe, you know, another year. Maybe uh, it might not be uh, through free agency. Maybe it might be through the draft for the Broncos. And, uh, hey, look, you know, teams like the Chargers and Patriots, they got to start thinking about an heir apparent, right? Uh, You you have to imagine they do. Um, You know, Mm -hmm. and that's going to be one of the interesting things and see what the Saints do uh, because you got the same Mm -hmm. issue with Breeze, definitely getting up there in age. How much longer does he want to play? If they win the Super Bowl, does he even want to come back? We just don't know. Uh, But they have Bridgewater there. But as of now, Bridgewater is scheduled to be a free agent. So it'll be interesting to see what they do. If they keep them there, then uh, Mm -hmm. they're looking at him as their next heir apparent. And they want him right. to be the guy behind Breeze. Uh, if they let him mm-hmm. go in free agency, then I think he becomes a, a little bit of a hot commodity. He didn't help himself yeah. this year in week 17 uh, when he played mm-hmm. that game. Didn't really have a great game uh, in, in a nothing week. But he was playing with all pretty much all backups around him. And, eh, you know, it is what it is. But I, I still like mm-hmm. this kid. I, I think he's going to be a, a decent player in this league and has a chance to be even better than that. Uh, it, you know, all he's got to do is take a couple steps forward. So, and that I think comes with playing time. So, I, you know, I think he's going to be one of the interesting players this this year in, in free agency at, at quarterback. We do know that, you know, as of right now, eh, signs kind of point to the fact that Nick Foles is probably going to leave Philadelphia because he does want to start somewhere, and he's not going to really get mm-hmm. that chance in in Philadelphia unless Carson Wentz goes down again. And I'm pretty sure he doesn't want to mm-hmm. bet on that. Um, so very possible he could leave. We talked about earlier the fact that Jacksonville now has uh, John DiFilippo there as their offense coordinator, and you know he's worked yep, a, yep. a lot with Foles in Philadelphia, and there may be a chance that they want to bring Foles to Phil, uh, to Jacksonville uh, to mm-hmm. you know get rid of Bortles, and that might make a good move. We you know it, it's something that would be good if they decide to change their offensive philosophy. If they keep it to where they want to be a power running game. I don't think getting Foles is a smart move for them because he's a quarterback that plays better when he's moving around mm-hmm. and throwing the ball down the field. So I want to see right. what happens there. But I think those are a couple of the interesting names. Mm-hmm. Do you think Flacco could be a uh, st- still be a quarterback in this league? Because obviously the yeah, Ravens are it, moving on from him. It really comes down to how much anybody wants to invest in him. Um, you know, how mm-hmm. much can he get? I don't think he can get big dollars, but if there's a team that you know he'll play for without signing a huge dollar contract, uh, mm-hmm. I think somebody would take a shot on him. But you know, if it's anywhere around what he's making now, I don't think he's going to get much of a shot to start. That just his price is too high. He's going to have to take a pay cut. Call me crazy, but uh, let's say a team like the Redskins that might be looking for a placeholder quarterback until Alex Smith could come back. Or let's say if the rumors are true about Cam Newton, you know, even if he needs to, like, sit out the first quarter of the season, you know, maybe Flacco to Carolina just, like, almost as a placeholder. I mean, uh, he's in his, you know, mid I think he's 34 or so, right? I'll have to double-check that. But uh, uh, I don't think you could expect really a, a long-term contract from anyone at this stage, No. No, I, yeah, there's no way he's getting a long-term contract. Uh, you know, unless they say it's one of those four-year contracts, but they can opt out in year two, um, mm-hmm. you know, type mm-hmm. of deal. That's what you're probably looking at with him. Yeah, nobody's going to sign. Yeah, he's 34, long-term. by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I, I agree with you there. Plus, you know, it, just look at his numbers for the last couple of years. Granted, they mm-hmm. didn't have a lot of the greatest weapons around him, but it, mm-hmm. it's not like his numbers have really set himself uh, above anybody else, any of these other guys that are free agents, including, you know, Ryan Fitzpatrick, uh, uh, Robert Griffin III, uh, Teddy Bridgewater, mm-hmm. Matt Castle, uh, trying to think of some other names that are Josh McCown, Colt McCoy. Um, right, had, right. You know, there's, 
there's a couple other names. I think Tyrod Taylor, right, is a free agent. So, you know, yes, I don't yes, think he, he is, really yeah. sets, him, sets himself apart. And if he's looking for big money, nobody's going to pay that. Hmm. Hey, you know, one guy, uh, and uh, kind of going a, a little bit off topic here, but a, a guy we didn't talk about in our analysis of the Saints-Rams uh, game, Taysom Hill quarterback for the Saints. You know, he's, he's a guy that you know, they bring in once in a while. You don't like him, right? <laughs> I, you know what? I, I vultures? Love Sean. Vultures some stuff? Uh, it, it's mm-hmm. not even the vulture part. I, I, to me, this goes to Sean Payton. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. I don't like it at all. Mm-hmm. You know, if you have a mediocre quarterback and you want to bring this kid in for gadget plays, I get it. No problem. You have one mm-hmm. of the best mm-hmm. quarterbacks to ever play the freaking game and you're taking mm-hmm. the ball out of his hands? Come on, who? What? Say what? I, I man, I, I really, I want to go down there and just slap him upside his head. What are you thinking? <laughs> you got the best, one of the best quarterbacks to ever play the game, and you're taking a ball out of his hands for this gadget kid. No. Hmm. Okay. Uh, so the reason why I brought him up is because, like a guy like a Tyrod Taylor who's a free agent, uh, a guy like uh, Blake Bortles will probably be looking for a job. I, they can actually run with the ball. Do you think uh, – uh, this is I'm, – I'm really uh, – I think I need to get my head examined. But let's say the Giants are going to go with Eli. Oh, hell no. Don't even go there. Don't even go there. <laughs> no, I was going to say, no, let's no, say no, if you, you bring in one of these guys no, as no, a gadget no. guy. No. No. <laughs> no. No. No, no. Uh, I'd much you, rather draft Eli Tyler is Murray. a statue. <laughs> no, I'm not saying – I'm not even saying – I'm not even saying don't draft Tyler Murray. <laughs> but you know what? There you go. There's a way to get Tyler Murray uh, – or is it Kyler or Tyler? I always get them two mixed up. Uh, Tyler. But, oh, t- Tyler. It's Kyler, Tyler. right? Well, yeah, that's Kyler. Kyler. Yeah, okay. yeah, I'd be going. All right. With a K. Yeah, there you go. But yeah, let's say even if you you, you draft a, a Kyler Murray and uh, kind of use him the way that uh, the, the Ravens started using uh, Lamar Jackson before he took over the job. You know, just a guy that could like a change of pace and, and, and you know, just get opposing defenses thinking different ways, you know, because like we said, Eli is basically a statue. Yeah, but see, he wasn't at the second half of the year, and that's the one thing that they did right this year is they got him moving out of that pocket, moving left and right to to keep the defensive lines off of him a little bit more. And and we actually started to see that work in the second half of the season. So I don't think that's as as big a need as keeping him moving and, you know, (laughs) keeping him away from that damn (laughs) offensive line that was getting him killed the beginning of the year. Um, I I think Mm -hmm. they made some good strides in the second half, but definitely we still could – greatly approve, uh, especially at right tackle. We need another right tackle. Uh, what we have now is garbage. But, you know, I think the fact that they were moving him around, you know, granted, he's not a sprinter. He's not going to run for a lot of yards or do any of that. But all you got to do is move him around a little bit, get him out of that pocket a little bit. And he actually played pretty well in in those instances. So I think uh, I mm-hmm. think they do that again next year when they do bring him back. And hopefully it's a little mm-hmm. bit more successful in this year. But, you know, if you look at just the pure stats, Eli had one of his best years. Hmm. Uh, are you opposed to uh, them uh, drafting Kyler Murray? No, not at all. I, I like this kid. I, mm-hmm. You know, I know he's small. but Like his I, style you know, of play? Mm-hmm. I do like his style of play. He's got a good arm, mm-hmm. and he is a, a mover. He can run yes, anywhere he, he needs to be. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't mind that at all. I, I think he wants to play football, too. All this talk about baseball or football and, you know, reasons to be made for both. You know, you go play football, uh, baseball, then, you know, chances of you getting hurt, yeah, a lot less. Um, You know, but it Mm -hmm. also takes a lot longer to make that money. And you have to Mm -hmm. be very good to make that money. Whereas if you come into football, especially if you're a first-round draft pick, you're looking at more than that money right away. Plus you have, Mm -hmm. you know, a much shorter period to when you can get paid again. Um, so, mm-hmm. you know, there's, plus it sounds like he wants to play football. So all of those things work in effect. I, you know, I get it that he's probably only about five nine, but Doug Flutie was mm-hmm. right around there. Doug Flutie played pretty damn well in this league. Uh, you know, I know it's a little bit of a detriment, but we've seen guys like Wilson and Breeze make it work before. I would absolutely like mm-hmm. to see the, the Giants draft him. Hmm. Okay. Um, so, I guess when it comes to uh, quarterbacks, I mean, we've kind of, I mean, Tyrod Taylor is basically uh, available, but I don't see him as a starting quarterback in this league anymore. Do you? Hey, well, you're looking at teams that started Nathan Peterman this year. 
I'd mm. take Taylor over Peter. Yeah, for, for for a game or two? Yeah. Well, it, but not no, for a long just, term. I mean, it's just yeah. the way it happened, you know, the way that worked mm-hmm. out. But, mm-hmm. you know, at mm-hmm. the start of the year, Peterman was going to be their starter or was their right. starter. It just took one game for them to pull him. Uh, really mm-hmm. bad coaching as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> How do you not know during the entire offseason that he's only going to give you one game and not be any good in that? Um but you know, so but he was a placeholder for Allen. No, I mean they always knew that, that Allen was going to be the guy this year. It just was a question of you know how far into right. the season they were going to use him. I get no? that, but but at that point, mm-hmm. why not just start Allen from the get go? Uh, I guess they uh, wanted to ease him into it a little bit. I don't know. I yeah, mean, uh, yeah. you know, we we talked about what happened with Sam Donald. I mean, you know, when the Jets kind of you know, took his injury and, and let him sit for a few games and just, you know, watch things. Sometimes, you know, uh, uh, it depends on the individual, but you could ruin someone for life, <laughs> you know, if, if you get off to a bad start, even psychologically. Look at, look at David Carr. Hmm? How many times he got sacked every year the first couple mm-hmm, of years, mm-hmm, and then he got mm-hmm. punch drunk. And- right. Was seeing sex yeah. come in every play. Um, to yeah, speak yeah, to he was having voices said. in his head <laughs> like you did before. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no, it, it it could happen, but you know what? It, in this day and age, you know, we we're seeing it more and more. Just throw the kid in and let's see what we got with him. Mm-hmm. You know, right. we could say that Allen and Darnold at the beginning of the year they both looked very, you know, tough. Uh, they just didn't seem mm-hmm. like they got it. The game was too fast for them, all that stuff. But both of them slowed, you know, sh- showed us at the end of the year showed that they progress. made huge strides Absolutely. in where they yes. were going. Um, uh, we mentioned mm-hmm. it, you know, we've talked about it before, but the only rookie quarterback that didn't show those strides was Josh Rosen in, in Arizona. Mm-hmm. So now we'll have to see what, what we get out of Rosen this year with Cliff Kingsbury yeah. there. Yeah, and uh, I'm not, not so sure you could put all the blame on Rosen. I mean, when you look at the supporting yeah, cast, he had that horrible step. offensive line. Yeah, yeah, but he didn't take a single step forward. That's the part that bothers me. There wasn't one part of his game that looked like it got mm-hmm. better at all from start to finish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'll give him a pass, though. I, I, I'll give him a pass. <laughs> like I said, I mean, that, that offensive line. I, I know pass. what you're you saying. You have to make a million freaking dollars. Get out there I don't want to work game. for you. <laughs> I don't want to work. You're too tough. <laughs> Stop. Uh, but uh, like I said, that, that offensive line was terrible. I mean, you, uh, you know, basically, I mean, Fitz, actually Fitzgerald, you know, I, I saw a, a headline that he hasn't ruled out uh, coming back. Surprise I, you I a little, little, little I'll bit? I'll tell you, no, not at all. He, he's in great mm-hmm. shape, still in great shape. I don't think he mm-hmm, wants mm-hmm. to go out with the kind of season he had this year. And I think he wants mm-hmm. to see what Cliff Kingsbury can do just like the rest of us. Right, right. It'd be interesting. Uh, all right, so we'll move on from uh, quarterbacks. Let's take a look at running backs. Obviously, the one that everybody wants to to know where he's going to land is Lev Bell. And uh, just a few teams that, to me, that kind of makes sense for him: uh, Tampa Bay Bucks, the Jets. Mm, you could tell me yes or no. Uh, Texans, Texans. Uh, they might want to move on from Lamar Miller. Uh, Deonta Foreman. We're waiting for him forever. I mean. Uh, how about the, the Raiders? Uh, but to tell you the truth, they might be looking for someone a little younger. Uh, yeah, but I would uh, they, they trying to make are. that splash. Mm. Uh, how about, you if, know, it's going to come Jags down to who on? has the space. You know, it really is. And mm-hmm. there's a few teams. Yeah. I, I mean, you mentioned Tampa Bay, absolutely. One, Houston yeah. is another one that has the space. Um, I'm not mm-hmm. sure what the Lamar Miller contract is, to be honest, how much longer they have on it. Uh, but. Yeah, I don't think it's. I don't think it's. I'm not sure how much is guaranteed. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, So you know, they definitely have the space. Teams like that. That's what it's going to come down to. He'll play somewhere. He'll be Mm -hmm. a starter somewhere. Will he be as successful Mm -hmm. as he was in Pittsburgh? That's going to be the big question. Uh, Because now Mm -hmm. you know everybody's talking about it. it. You know, is it is it the Pittsburgh system that gets these guys so good, or is it them? I think he's a good running back, but I think that system Mm -hmm. does it too. Oh, it definitely oh. helps out. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, Mark Ingram could be a free agent. Um, yeah, we did talk about this a little bit earlier. I, I think he's already come with, out. With George, said, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, he already mm-hmm. came out and said that he'll take a pay cut to stay in New Orleans. And I think they'd be stupid mm-hmm. not to do that because they know what they have there. If anything ever happens to Kamara, you got a built-in you know, replacement ready to go in Ingram. So I, I, if they can get him for cheaper and he's already said he would, I think they make that happen. Yeah, I was reading how Latavius Murray 
wants to be a starter. He's a free agent. Hey, Latavius Murray early for this season, especially in fantasy, was putting up very good numbers. Yeah, when uh, he had a know, fill-in for Dalvin Cook, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think, uh, you know, this is a guy last year finished off the you know 2017 season very strong, too, when Cook was out. So I think he's got a chance. I think him and T.Y. Hilton are going to be the interesting ones. I think they're the two that, you know, are coming out of being backups that have a shot to start somewhere and will be interesting fantasy questions to talk about as we get closer to that time. You mean T.J. Yeldon, right? Yeah, that's what I said, didn't I? Okay. No, you said T. I think you said T.Y. Hilton. No, oh, did I? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think so. I meant Yeldon. <laughs> if I said Yeldon, sorry, guys. I didn't mean Yeldon. Yeah, that's all those it guys happens. with initials in their name, they all look the same. <laughs> there you go. There you go. All right, well, we come back, continue breaking down NFL Championship Weekend. And then we'll continue to take a look at some of the wide receivers who are going to be free agents. A couple of tight ends as well. Listen to Weekend Fantasy Update. Joe Galina. Jim Day. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Guns and Roses brings us back on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Welcome to the Jungle. Welcome to Weekend Fantasy Update. Joe Galina, Jim Day, Sean Engel. And uh, if you like to wager on sports or never have and would like to try, head on over to BetDSI. They have wagering options for almost any sport you can think of, including sides, totals, and player props, where you can utilize your daily fantasy skills without salary cap constraints. You can even wager on esports, politics, and reality TV, or get an edge with live betting at BetDSI, where you can wager virtually any time during a contest capitalizing on in-game circumstances. There's so many ways that you can make money. Use the promo code FNTSY101 when signing up and get a 100% bonus deposit match. So head on over and open your account at BetDSI. That's promo code FNTSY101 to get your 100% bonus deposit match. All right. So, uh, like we said, the NFL championship weekend there. Uh, what are you doing tomorrow for the games there, uh, Taz? Uh, actually, right right now, it seems like it's going to be nice, calm, cool, and collected here. Just me and the wife watching the games, enjoying ourselves uh, with a little libation. There you go. A little libation. Uh, what's your uh, your drink of choice? What does it depend uh, I, on the I day? I have a few different, but... Uh, Tomorrow will probably mm-hmm. be a, a, a beer by the name of Delirium Tremens, my favorite beer. Nice. Okay. All right. Uh, t- tonight, uh, me and the wife are going to oh, – we have a date. We're going to Target. We're going to do a little food shopping because the, the local supermarket, she thinks, are going to be uh, way overcrowded. So we're going to buy some stuff and uh, buy some stuff uh, – make, make a little chili tomorrow maybe. I'll be in uh, oh, Studio 34 later in the day. But early in the day, make some chili and uh, uh, maybe uh, – uh, you know, have a, 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 a one cocktail because uh, got to be uh, up. Now, are to you going to get some for... cornbread to go with that chili? Uh, no, but that's a good idea. I wasn't oh, planning yeah. on it, but I, I uh, always, that's not I a bad idea. have cornbread is, with my chili. Yeah. That is a very good idea, sir. Yes. Yeah, All I right. love it. That combination to me is awesome, off the charts, as mm-hmm. I, I like to say. All right. There you go. And uh, hopefully, uh, Winter Storm Harper. Uh, isn't affecting all of you as you uh, are out there. But if it does, hey, you know, sit back, uh, listen to our broadcast, watch the games, enjoy the weekend. Uh, a lot of people off on Monday, Martin Luther King Day. So, uh, hey, hopefully you have Monday off. Yeah, really. <laughs> and don't have to worry mm-hmm. about it. I agree. 
Um, it, yeah, you know, yeah. I don't know about you, but we're not supposed to get a lot of snow here in Jersey from what I see. Uh, I think it's supposed yeah, to be Yeah, they've kind of changed the forecast tonight. a little bit. Yeah, one to three yes. inches tonight into tomorrow, and then it's going to get warm tomorrow mm-hmm. and rain. So I don't think yeah, that's the key. But right after the yet. rain, supposedly we get the deep freeze, though. Talk about single digit temperatures uh, tomorrow night. So that's the key. Oh, really? But you're ah, right. Good, I, I not, missed that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Single digits uh, temperatures tomorrow night, and then I think Monday night, at least here in the New York area. But upstate uh, New York, they could get uh, somewhere like 20 inches of snow. But anyway, yeah. hey, what else do you expect in January, right? Uh, especially in upstate New York. You know what? That 20, 20 inches to upstate New York is like uh, when Atlanta gets an inch. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, um, so uh, let's finish off. Uh, we talked to Lat Murray. How about Mike Davis? Mike Davis uh, for uh, the Seahawks uh, is supposedly going to be a free agent. He yeah, actually has been. Look, uh, yeah, every kind, time he's yeah. gotten a chance to play, he's done well. I agree. Mm-hmm. I think that's a, somebody's yeah. absolutely going to take a chance on him. And, you know, I, I don't think Seattle's going to blink uh, just because they, they have what they want there as it is. Uh, with Penny and, mm-hmm. and Lindsey, I mean, with Penny and uh, Carson there, I think they feel pretty solid. So, you know, I, I don't see them really trying to stop Davis unless they can get him for cheap. And I think Davis mm-hmm. wants to get a chance to start somewhere. And he did enough this year, even in limited chances, that I think somebody's mm-hmm. going to be willing to take that chance on him. Yep. Eagles are going to be an interesting team because I think they could use a running back, whether it's, you know, if they make a, are able to make a big splash, like we had talked about in hour one and uh, try to get a trade for uh, a Fournette, or uh, maybe uh, if they could, you know, finagle the, the cap situation that they have, maybe sign the Lev Bell. But there's also guys like, uh, well, Jay Ajayi is the free agent, that uh, a former Eagle. Uh, Mike Davis might fit in with the Eagles because they like to use uh, the running back by committee. Uh, what about Adrian Peterson? Now, do you think you're a big Adrian Peterson fan? You don't think he's done, do you? He did, man. I thought he was done coming into this season. Prove me wrong. Thousand mm-hmm. yards behind mm-hmm. that decimated by injury offensive line. To me, it just amazes me uh, that no more mm-hmm. you know, people aren't talking about it as much as they should. You know, I, I think it's mm-hmm. gotten to a point where people just expect thousand yards. But man, when you think of the offensive line, he was running behind the fact that they were playing with their fourth level quarterback. Uh, most of their wide mm-hmm. receivers were hurt all year. The tight ends didn't do much at all. Um, I, I just it, it amazes me that he got a thousand yards in that offense and people aren't talking about him. I mean, I know Andrew Luck is going to win comeback player of the year. Makes a lot of sense. But I, I, I don't mm-hmm. think there's any way that Peterson shouldn't be involved in that conversation. Yep. Yep. And, uh, you know, he might fit into that uh, Eagle scheme because, like I said, they, they like to use multiple running backs. And uh, if they use them correctly, they could take advantage. I mean, he's a little bit older now. Maybe really, you know, uh, conserve his energy so that he's really like can get that burst of speed. No, preserve him a little bit. I, absolutely. I think, he'd, you know, be a good mm-hmm. fit. Uh, I fit in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it You know, and they probably be able to afford him. You know, it's not like mm-hmm. it's going to take a huge number, I don't think, to sign him. Uh, so, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I, you know, I think that would be a great fit. He doesn't have to be a bell cow, and that's that's what he's left right. with. Yeah. Uh, Frank Gore says he wants to play uh, some more. And let's face it, I mean, he, he was okay this year. Not really a fantasy guy anymore. Didn't, uh, as far as I remember, he didn't score a touchdown. But still just you know, kind of grinds and, and gets it done. Uh, but uh, wants to play. Yeah, he does want to play, and you're right. He he didn't look bad. Uh, wasn't a fantasy mm-hmm. guy, but he you know as an NFL mm-hmm. running back, he did what they asked him to do, and you can't fault mm-hmm. him for that. They didn't throw him the ball. They didn't really give him too many goal line chances. But uh, you know, in on the middle of the field, he he was running a good clip most games. So I think somebody mm-hmm. gives him a chance a little bit one more time, and what the heck, mm-hmm. it's going to be probably a very small contract. But you know, why not? I, I get that. He, Man, this is a guy, what is he, 35, 36 now? Just still playing very good football. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Uh, Wide receivers, Golden Tate. uh, I'd say there was an odd move where uh, Lions traded uh, Golden Tate to the Eagles. And then for a while, it looked like they really didn't know how to, you know, use him, fit him into their uh, their offense. For a while, but uh, right up yeah. until the last game, it didn't look like they knew how to use yeah. him. 
Second to last game, he scored a touchdown. Yeah, yes. but you're right. <laughs> you think you would have planned a little bit better, hey? Uh, but, uh, you know, what do you think about him in terms of, I mean, before he got traded uh, to the Eagles, he was a guy that would, you know, 80, 90 uh, receptions a season, great in PPR. Uh, yeah, no, I, I got nothing to say about that. I think Golden Tate's an mm-hmm. excellent receiver. And, you know, I, I think if he finds the right scheme, he'll be an excellent receiver again. I have no problem mm-hmm. with that. Uh, again, I agree with you that I thought it was kind of weird how they used him when they did trade for him. Uh, you know, and, mm-hmm. and especially when, you know, the other confusing part is what happened to Aguilar after he had such a great year in the slot with them last year. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. and started out pretty good this year and then all of a sudden fell off the cliff. You have to wonder what, mm-hmm. what happened there. Uh, but, yeah, I, I look, Tate is somebody, he, he's going to find another starting job with somebody, and they're going to use him correctly, and his number is going to go up. He's going to be one of those guys in fantasy drafts next year that's going to represent great value because he's going to fall mm-hmm. just because of the numbers yes. that you know we saw great the, point. he had in 2018. Great point. Great point. And, uh, of course, I mean, I think you discussed Antonio Brown with uh, George earlier in the show, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Uh, Landing uh, landing spots for him? uh, You know, there's a few teams that have that kind of money that need number one wide receivers. Washington would probably be a place. That's the place that I'd probably put the better odds Mm -hmm. on just because, as Mm -hmm. I was saying earlier, uh, you're talking about a team and an owner who doesn't care about any of the other Stuff He doesn't care if this guy's going to be a bad boy. He doesn't care if he's going to cause issues in the locker room. Can you play football? Uh, and mm. can I afford you? And yes and yes to those two answers. And that's all he's going to care about. Mm-hmm. He, he's shown that time and time again that he, he's not worried about the rest of it. The rest of it is just out of, out of context for him. Can you play football? I will pay you. Um, so I could mm-hmm. see him mm-hmm. easily landing in Washington. <laughs> What about uh, the Bears? Well, 49 he's been linked to the 49ers a, a lot, but and you know, the because Bears, the 49ers have such big, you know, such big cap room. I, I think as of right mm-hmm. now they have over 60 million dollars in cap space, so mm-hmm. they could definitely afford him and they need a mm-hmm. a wide receiver one, no doubt. The one thing we did talk about mm-hmm. is we we can almost guarantee he's they're not going to trade him to anybody in the AFC and definitely not into their right. own division. Because they don't want to face mm-hmm. him multiple times a year. Of course not. Yeah, uh, if mm-hmm. they don't have to. So it's definitely going to be somebody in the NFC. Mm-hmm. Bears have some cap room. Uh, let's see. Uh, so you don't think they would trade him to the, the uh, Colts? No, definitely wouldn't they trade have him. A lot to the Colts. of cap. You, you don't want to okay. give Andrew mm-hmm. Andrew Luck that kind mm-hmm. of weapon opposite uh, T.Y. Hilton. Mm-hmm. There's no way they make that move. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Any other teams that you could see uh, him going to? Oh, let's see off the top of my head. Uh, Seahawks could use a, a wide receiver. Yeah, but they're really not known for making Depends on splashes Doug. Yeah, in, in free agency. They don't like to spend that kind of money for those big names. They never really the, have done that. I'm not Bay. saying they couldn't do that. You know, if they really think that Baldwin is, is where he's going to be, those knees are so bad that, you know, right, he's going to be right. playing at 80% every year, then mm-hmm. maybe I, I could see them making that. But they just don't have that history. I, I more assume mm-hmm. that they'd go out and try and draft uh, a big receiver to be their number one than for them to go out and spend big money. But, hey, weirder things have happened. Sure. What about uh, the Packers? Could you imagine Antonio Brown playing across from Devontae Adams? <laughs> well, it'd be a nice duo. There's no doubt about it. I just <laughs> You have to wonder if Aaron Rodgers and, and Antonio Brown would get along. Uh, two guys that are mm-hmm. gruff in their own ways. Yeah, but if I'm Aaron Rodgers, I mean, I could get a guy like Antonio Brown to throw the ball to. Oof. <laughs> I think I'd. Uh, yeah, but it, I think it, I'd get you know, if you him. don't mesh, if you don't mesh, otherwise, if you're you're constantly mm-hmm. butting heads every time, you know, he's not getting the ball. Devonte Adams is. You know how much of that is going to mm-hmm. be? Oh, come on! Why are you throwing to him? Throw to me! Throw to me! Throw to me! Throw to me! Mm-hmm. You know, everybody mm-hmm. gets a little annoyed at that. Mm-hmm. Panthers could use a, a number one wide receiver. Let's face it. I mean, uh, I don't think they would trade him to the Patriots, but, man, you know, after uh, Josh Gordon, Patriots could use a, a, a receiver like Antonio Brown. And they could, but uh, and they would probably <laughs> pay for him. But, again, there's no mm-hmm. way Pittsburgh sends him to the Patriots. There's just no way. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, they'd have they'd to send really, them to the Bills, I mean, wouldn't they? Knock, they <laughs> no, I don't think it would. I, I really don't think they'll send them to anybody in the AFC. The, you know, the, wow, if he goes okay. to the NFC, just the the less chance they have to play him again. Uh, while he's mm-hmm. still in the league, the less chance he have to play him again, unless it's in the playoffs. Um, mm-hmm. So, I, yeah, I don't think it's to anybody in the AFC at all. If they're going to make a deal, it's going to be NFC. Right. Uh, other wide receivers that are going to be available of uh, New England Patriots wide receiver Philip Dorsett never, hasn't really fulfilled his potential as of yet. Adam Humphreys is going to be a free agent. Uh, you know, he actually came on for the Bucks. He did. He did. He had a good game, a uh, mm-hmm. good season, uh, no doubt mm-hmm. about it. And mm-hmm. you know, I, that's that's what I'm going to be loving about this Tampa Bay offense next year. They were actually good mm-hmm. this year. It was a defense that couldn't right. keep them in the games. Their offense was putting up points left and right. And now with Bruce Arians, I, I, I love Arians anyway. I'm not going to, you know, mm-hmm. sugarcoat that. I think he's one of you know best offensive coaches. I've Is he ever. your favorite hire? In terms oh, he, of, absolutely you know, by far, mm-hmm. by far. I mean, I would have mm-hmm. loved to see what he could have done in Cleveland with Baker. But, you know, even mm-hmm. with Winston, just because this offense is so good and they have so many good weapons, I think he's going to take this offense to a new level, especially if they get a, a new running back, because I'm not a Peyton Barber guy. Um, if they can mm-hmm. get a good, uh, a new running he's back in there that does a good mm-hmm. job. Yeah, and, and mm-hmm. also, uh, I think they try to get Deshaun Jackson back uh, because he fits mm-hmm. what Arians wants to do very well, go down the Sounds field. Sounds like he hasn't ruled it out. Jackson. Yeah, either. no, they, he said it at mm-hmm. first that he didn't want to come back because him and Winston, mm-hmm. he, Winston really doesn't use him. Uh, most of the damage mm-hmm. he did this year was under Fitzpatrick, not under Winston. Uh, but I just mm-hmm. think with, with Arians there and the fact that we know he loves to go down the field, I think he could possibly convince Deshaun Jackson to stay there. And that would be an excellent signing for them to, to keep him with this new offensive game plan I expect them to have. So you know, I think that's there. Look, there are some names out there, no doubt about it. Uh, I think Quincy Anun was a, a free agent this year. Um, you know, and another guy definitely have to worry about the injuries, but excellent receiver uh, when he's on the oh, field. Oh, absolutely, so, you know, there's yeah. A couple. Um, mm-hmm. If I'm not mistaken, a I'm couple not ga- totally sure. Okay, go ahead. No, I was going to say a couple of guys Tyler that Lockett. kind of passed their prime. Okay, I'm not I, I'm not 100% sure of him, but a couple of guys that, well, I mean, Randall Cobb basically passed his prime at this stage, right? I mean, he's a free agent. Uh, Devin Funches, I mean, the, the, for, the, for the Panthers, I mean, they tried him as a wide receiver. One really isn't panned out. Uh, but if Tyler Lockett is a uh, free agent, which we have to check, he would... Uh, no, he's not. I'm, I'm sorry. Somebody, I, he's not? As okay. I was starting to think about it, I remember him. I'm pretty sure in August he signed a, a new contract, four-year contract with them. So, yeah, no, he's not on there. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Jerry Cook, tight end, is a free agent. Yeah, just, you know, I, I mean, to move on. fantasy mm-hmm. owners hate Jared Cook because, you know, he, he always <laughs> looks like he's going to be that big guy, and then he, he always has a couple big games and then falls off the cliff. But he was actually quite mm-hmm. productive pretty solidly all year, especially with all the other tight ends stinking. Um, so he may mm-hmm. definitely get another chance. It'd be interesting to see where he goes. Um you know, I, I I like the kid, but he's very hard. He's much better in a best ball league than he is in the standard league mm-hmm. where you have to figure out what weeks to start him. Mm-hmm. Uh, both uh, Bengal tight ends, Tyler Croft, Tyler Eifert, free agents as well. All three, uh-huh. CJ Azuma too, I believe. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, when we come back, continue breaking down. Championship weekend in the NFL. You're listening to Weekend Fantasy Update. Jim Day, Joe Galina, Sean Angle, getting you through.